TBYE Black Living Room Talk. Tonight I have some company. I have King Angelon Joseph Dion Subu in the place with me tonight. And he is ready to drop some gems, share some knowledge and some wisdom. Because we know that you're ready to receive it. What we talking about tonight, King Angelon Dion Subu? We just kind of like freestyling it up, whatever comes up, right? Which is a place that they will 
are Arab or Persian, or what they call the Miso, the uh, Hispanic North in South America, Central America. None of these groups have ever aided us. And, and the point I'm trying to say, Kibiwahi, is that we're in South America, we're in Central America, we're in North America, in Canada. There are atrocities that's been taken upon black people in those countries. And you don't see any news, you don't see any reports, you don't even see any rallies, you don't see any outcry, you don't see any hysteria or any anger. Are you kind of like following what I'm saying, TV right here, my sister? Absolutely, my brother, I mean... I do know about the peoples that you just got through talking about. Um, I, you know, you have to look for it. You know, like sometimes you can find it on BBC News uh, coverage of what's going on around in that country. Because I have uh, stumbled upon uh, several videos like that. Um, No... It doesn't seem like it's, it's almost like it's just not being shared, you know, over here or whatever. Maybe they're just not, you know, so, so that, so that it could be brought to the forefront. You know what I mean? You would think, but that the George Floyd went all over the world, but yeah, these things are happening every day but you have to look for the news i mean i've been on on youtube you know uh, a lot lately and i have been looking and seeing <laughs> different uprisings and different things happening all around the world as far as where uh the diaspora is concerned and it's like uh okay it's it's it really got me to thinking I'm like oh my gosh so something is in the atmosphere here you know what I'm saying so I think uh, once again me searching history me searching the records there are black people in China there's black people in India yes yes who's getting the dirty hand there's black people in Central North and South America that they don't show who's getting the dirty hand yes trying to make to the audience is the so-called Asians are immigrants that want to mobilize for black people when it's something that strikes them here in the United States of America. In their home country, they don't mobilize around the the diaspora that's in those countries. There are Afro-Asians, there are Afro-Hispanics, there are Afro-Latinos, there are Afro-Persians, and there are Afro-Indians, and there are Afro- Russian. Who are getting, who are getting uh, beat down. There are African people throughout Europe who don't have a voice. And so what I'm basically saying, it doesn't make logical sense for us to stand with some immigrants over here in America. We're in their home countries. There are black populations that are getting stepped on and ignored. Help me make it, help it make sense to you. Uh, to you, I mean, it, you know, 
one thing I can say is that what I took from one of uh, Martin Luther King's, I think it was his quote that he said, um, an injustice here is an, an injustice everywhere. So the way I took it is, if it, you know, and like Emmett Till's mother said, you know, um, she she used to think that, you know, she she used to think that well that's their problem, that's those black people over there, that's their problem. Then it came to her doorstep, and she said she knew that that wasn't true, and that when it happens to one of us over here. Over there, it happens to all of us. So basically, I do, I feel in my heart of hearts that that is what um, Martin Luther King was saying too. But he said it that way. But she said it this way. And it it, it, is true, you know. Um, With the Pan-African viewpoint, it's just true. I, you know, I just often, it just goes back, you know, it's, um, you often ask, why is it, you know, when, well, maybe that's for another time, another show, but I'm going to say it. Why is it such an issue in a political, uh, problem? When black people say they love themselves, they love each other, they want to do for their community, you know, they want to become the, make themselves a nation, like rightfully so, because we are. When we say these things, and then when you say black power, I mean, why does it bother? There's something to it. If it bothers someone, so much there's something to that I, I, I just often wondered you know I, I just you know everybody else can say it but ours is political that's exactly what it is it's political but why so This is Black Living Room Talk, and this is how we do it. And with that frame inside Black Living Room Talk, I'm going to be unapologetic because this is a place where we can do straight black talk and black room talk and be comfortable in our own skins to bring up those situations that might be uncomfortable in other formats to talk about. But it's very comfortable here. And before there was the Indo-European racism, there was the there was the Indo-Persian racism, or what we call the Aryan racism, out of Persia and into India. And they made a whole caste system three thousand years ago. And they spread it that caste system through Hindu, through Buddhism, through Christianity, and through Islam. It also starts at the root of Judaism. 
So now, when we look at it from a religious context, which connects us to spirituality, and spirituality connects us to physiology, physiology, and a lot of our people not knowing the syntax or the context or the prefix and the suffix or the etymology of languages or the linguistics don't understand that the spirituality that we're looking for is here on earth. It's not in some faraway galaxy. It's not in the distant solar system. It's not somewhere over in another part of the cosmic universe. We are in the cosmic universe. We're in this galaxy. We're in the solar system and we're on this planet being spiritual beings. So now we have to realize that they changed the definition of what a spiritual being is. A spiritual being is a melanated person that has soul and spirit. And so they see us as spiritual beings because all of the world, they call us soul brother and soul sister. And when they come with their parasitical religions, Hinduism, Buddhism, Judaism, Christianity, Islam, Zestrism, uh, Jainism, they want one thing from us. They don't want to give us salvation because there's nothing that we need to be saved from except for them. But they went and sold for Christ. They want our soul for Allah. They want to give our soul to Krishna or Shiva or Kali. They want us to turn our soul to the Bohavadita or to the Buddha or to the Golden Buddha or to the Latin Buddha. They want to turn our soul over to Astra or to Zestra, right? Or to Isla. And when we understand that when the aliens, the foreigners, the parasites come to us, they're not coming to us because they love us. They're coming to us because we have something that they don't possess. And that's the penal gland and pituitary gland that produces dark matter and black energy together that makes solar energy. That we are living solar generators, solar, solar power plants. We are living embodiments of the stars of the sun. They did a study recently, and I encourage everyone to do their research, right? The prototype hypothesis of our DNA structure, right, can be seen as stardust, that in darkness it glows. So even though they call us black, we're illuminous beings when we look out of spiritual eyes. And it is the picture of religion is to dull us down when we'll see ourselves the way other people theology and 3,000 years ago, they told us we were supposed to be a race of servants. And all the world religions and political systems look at us as a people who are a non-people. And what that means, that we are the original people that acknowledge that. And we are originally across the globe that acknowledge that. But we're easily manipulated we're very gullible and naive when it comes to aliens and foreigners. We open them with open arms. We treat them like we, we treat ourselves. And, and, and I'm not blaming the victim, Tiguahi, because we never witnessed or we never had 
lie or sin or stealing um, in prehistoric times. When I say prehistoric times, I'm talking about before the development of all these other people. So we were all over the earth. We were doing our own thing, and we were very spiritual in these physical bodies. We didn't even know we were physical until other people came with the animal fur on their head, um, or what they call semi-melanated people, right? They, they assimilators are mankind, not just a man, but kind. But that's, I don't want to get lost in that. What I'm trying to get the audience to understand that we're global. It ain't none of these so-called immigrants or Asians or Indians inside their own countries have ever stood with us while their countries oppress us. And so I don't expect for them to come over here and treat us right. But there is a psyops, there is a con game, there is a blind faith going on in the black community that we're rising up to everybody occasion because we see people that no matter what type of oppression, we automatically assume that their oppression is just as bad as ours. And we feel in the Stockholm Syndrome that if we aid them, somehow we're doing good for humanity, we're doing good for Earth, and it's going to trickle down to us and our children. But what it's doing is allowing the rest of the races to eliminate us, to exterminate us, because it makes us look stupid that we don't even want to do self-preservation. Does that make any sense to anyone in the audience? Or to you, TV Raheem? It makes perfect sense to me, you know, and right there, that, you know, that's exactly what I'm, I was talking about because it has nothing to do with hating anyone else, you know, I mean, it's just like and we some, always got to say that, I, I mean, cut you off, but we always got to prove that our love language is not hate to somebody else. And I'm so sick of that. But I know we have a show. We got to make this swims. Go ahead, you mentioned. So it just means I just want to explain to the people all that what it means is you love just like you love yourself. You love your people just as much as anybody else loves their people. You love your people first. I mean, if you look in the mirror, you can't say that you don't love yourself. If you say that, then something, wouldn't you agree that something's not right? I agree, something's not right. Something would be not right. You know, so if you can kind of just look at it from that point of view, then maybe, maybe you'll just begin to understand how uh, the African American feels. So you got to finish your sentence, right? Go ahead. You can go your. You go ahead. I said you finished yes, your sentence. Right? Yes. Yes. I absolutely did. Okay, so that's what you pause it. I got it. I understand now. So tell me when you start up. Go ahead. So, like I was saying, and you're right about the African-American. And I was trying to, and what I, I tend to do, because King Adjulani has a super with low African minds and trying to come It's for worldwide African unity. Um, 
vision that the ancestors universe the creator gave me is for Africans globally or for melanated people globally or solar people globally and we're all over the earth even though we don't see ourselves in these meetings and we're being suppressed in every country over the earth and we're not given a voice in every country over the earth the cameras roll over us when they do the YouTube uh, when they do their social medias when they do their their national medias and their international medias. You do not see the Afro-Asians, the Afro-Indians, the Afro-Persians, the Afro-Latinos, and the Afro-Hispanics being visual uh, in their own countries and especially here in the U.S. or in global white supremacy institutional racism. And the reason I use the word global white supremacy institutional racism because they are supreme inside their own institutions. They're inferior of the planet. They're inferior in daily interactions, but when you walk into their institution, they do have the right to refuse service to anyone, meaning that you're not equal to them in their institutions. And that's the secret of racism. You're only equal to yourself inside your own institutions. And so the person are people who give us the ideal of a united, equal world are the ones who are pushing a one-world government, new world order, a new white order agenda. With the ideal, we'll aid them, looking for this utopia of all people from all backgrounds, living in a harmonious society and harmony and balance, right, under a world government. And so, when we look at the laws of nature, there are many different trees, but they don't grow necessarily in the same row with each other. There are different type of felines. And those felines are all felines. They live in a proximity to each other, but they don't run with each other. The cheetahs are over there with the cheetahs. The lions are with the lions. The panthers are with the panthers. The leopards are with the leopards. And then we have other cats, like the bobcat and the tiger, the puma and the cougar the mountain lion, uh, the jaguar. Then there's indigenous to other areas. And those are cats in other areas and they still <laughs> don't mix together. So, and I'm saying what I'm saying because yes, as Native Americans, there are four different types of Native Americans. It's the Asiatic Native Americans, the Miso Native American, right? It's the Eurasian Native American, which comes out of Siberia. And then there's the Afro-Native American that came straight from Africa that was here earlier. But in North, South, and Central America, there are different ethnic types, and they had their own villages, and they really didn't mate with each other. They had rules of engagement and rules of trade, just like around the globe. But my issue here today with other ethnic groups or nationalities or races is that there are pockets or remnants of black people all over the earth and they're not speaking out on the injustice that's happening to black people globally no matter where you find us and so when it comes to the United States and they run into an issue then we see the media response is that we need to stand in solidarity with the Asians or we need to stand in solidarity with the Hispanics or stand in solidarity with the Sikh or the Indians or the Arabs or the Iranians are the Iraqis. But we're in those countries and they don't stand in solid 
solidarity with us in their own countries. And so I'm just asking you, TV, can you help make it make sense? Why are we in such a rush to stand in solidarity with other ethnic groups uh, who call themselves immigrants who have a right to immigrate and get neutralized through the neutralization process? When we came over here uh, in slave ships and all, some of us were all ill here, and we have been getting beat down. What benefit is us standing in solidarity with these people in the United States, but they won't even stand in solidarity with in their home countries? And once we stand in solidarity with them here in the United States, and they get what they want, they abandon us. Well, I think that we need to be making some deals I mean if, if usually it just that's the way it goes if somebody wants you to support them assist them then you know they owe you something so I think that we need to be speaking and talking to these other other groups and making some deals if you want us to stand in solidarity with you well then um, we need you to do, to do something for us on our behalf. And so, after 400 years, uh, these people seeing us go through our plight uh, to use some more diplomacy, to be good wills, good faith ambassadors, hoping that we can come to the table of brotherhood where <laughs> they will see our plight uh, as we help them. Uh, leverage in the United States um, we should negotiate some type of agreement that's going to be our, our benefit yes there's an interesting outlook TBYE uh, I'm hesitant to be with that but since we have to put the black women back on the throne and if that's what your intelligence and your logic say right now, I am willing uh, to enter a dialogue uh, to see what we can bring to the table as a collective. Even though I don't have faith in it. I think it's blind faith. I like to see what I'm getting into because they watched us. And I don't understand how in 2021 they can benefit all the off of all the doors we keep open and we don't see any other ethnic group or national group or any immigrants it's uh, go ahead your next it's either that or just like you kick the doors down your ancestors kicked the doors down it's either that or you just push them through you know just push, push, push them through push the doors on through Yeah, you just sometimes, you know, sometimes you have to get out of your own way. Sometimes you have to get out of your own way, you know, and uh, get in front of yourself and use all your strength and um, all of your astral communications because it's nothing but amnesia. I mean, I have all faith in uh, the black man that he knows what to do because he did it before, so... Yeah, he just has to dust off his pineal gland. You know what I mean? He knows what to do. 
and it was gonna start grassroots. First, you have to get to these children. You have to get to the youth. The children, I'll keep. That is gonna be the root, you know, because uh, these young brothers have to get off the not just the physical dope, but the ear dope, you know, because that's exactly what it is. It tells them how to dress, tells them how to talk, tells them how what type of women to go after. You know, how to get money. But it's not telling them the right way. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's what it's going to have to go back to. And so in this system, um, do we have allies in this system? Or are we supposed to be Get lost. aligning ourselves with the people who are watching us go through these atrocities? Not, we, we wouldn't we wouldn't be aligning we wouldn't be aligning but we would like we would be making some negotiations you know absolutely absolutely but like I said you know we gotta you know use some of these skills we have we have to and, and like like what can we do Right? Okay. Who okay. Okay. Because I understand. I understand the Asubu. I understand the Asubu. Because it's like, you know, we marched, we sang, you know, and prayed. So. I'm talking about these other people, sister. I'm talking about what can we do to have these other people who watched us. That's what I'm getting. To. That's what I'm getting to, my brother. Is that. I just feel like there's two things that we can do. Like I said, you can just you can just push the door through. You know what I'm saying? Push it. Just push it through. Or you can make some concrete negotiations. You know, not you you know, you can't become an ally. I'm not gonna become your ally until you do something for me. And who, okay, specifically. I'm talking about the Asians. The, oh, the, the, I, the, the, the Hispanics. I, you know what? I, 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 it's to, <laughs> to keep it real right here in the living room. I really truly, I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't see how we can make allies with, with them unless, I just don't, unless they have some type of understanding and some type of, um, so, so you see, but that that's yeah. right, right. So I'm just, yeah. So I, I, I just, and I don't mean to cut you off, Matt, Your Majesty, but I, I'm really trying to get the people. No, this is this is this I, is. I don't, I don't want to be on the fence. I want our people to be clear mm-hmm. that these people have watched us in their own countries, and they look down upon Afro Asians, Afro Indians inside America. If they if they family mixed with somebody black, they're an outcast, and so. I'm trying to figure out the logic. What can we say to these people? Or do we really need them? Well, go ahead, I mean, I don't know what to tell you. Young Jeezy, maybe you can talk to him. Because, uh, 
No, he's the entertainer. He's going to pay for it. He just got married. Not anything anymore. It's the whole entertainment industry is a mockery. It's, 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 it's making us look like gymnasiums, look like fools. That they give a people a bag of, uh, of, of money off a printing press from trees and other material, dyes and fibers, and they call it absolutely. I, you know, my brother. And then, and then, once you get the bag, you have to do something cool. Right. The You know, it's so sad, isn't it? That you have to do, like, what is that young man? <laughs> Nas, little Nas X. You know what I'm oh saying? Oh, my God. I, <laughs> I wasn't even trying to. That's not a step in the ancestor. I mean, they've been growing up in the Christian church. Oh, right? my goodness. Even though we, some of us moving out of Christianity, even the ones that's hanging in there, right? Exactly. Little Nas, it was not for us. Even no. though some of us might like the Old Town Road, the, he got the babies. I went to different youth centers and seen the babies playing this shit for a whole year. So he already got their attentions. And, and they already been taught what's gay and what's not gay. And they have an opportunity to choose their gender. And so he's a hero for the confused children. You and I are looking out at adult eyes, and we understand a little something. But those babies, they grew up with Nas, singing Old Town Country Road, and now he's out there as an icon for that particular generation. Talk back to me, sister. Um... I mean, these are some... some issues the average person won't talk about, doesn't talk about, and I think some people are scared to talk about it. They're scared to uh, approach the reality that uh, we are living in as the old folks will say, we're living in the end times of this past order and nobody knows what's next. So, I mean, but you can, you, 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 you're looking at these things um, unraveling and unwrapping every day. You know, and, and they just keep, look, they just keep pushing the envelope further and further and further. And they do it in such a, oh, I mean, the deception is real. You know, I'm gonna say this: deception is so slick. Even the conscious people might get put back to sleep. You, you, I you, just, you, I'm slick you yeah, but you, 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 but if you, but if you elevate it above it all, you can't go back. You can't go back. It's too strong. You, 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 you can't go back. You know what I'm saying? It's, 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 it's like changing your diet to become vegan. You know what I'm saying? You, you, you can't go back. You can't go back to the garbage. All right, I'm just going to put it like that. You can't go back to the guy. I, I want to believe you. I want to believe you. Because I've been watching people post and paste stuff 
Anytime somebody asks me, <laughs> anytime somebody asks me, I told him that I was just going to say, when did the government start caring about my health? That's what I'm going to tell him. I, I don't even know what else to say. I mean, when I was a kid, I didn't, I wasn't able to make the decision before they put whatever it was. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm an adult. We're adults now. And how in the hell are you going to try to force in a... Come on, man. This is like stronger. Let me say this. Let me say this. Just from the sisters and brothers have a clear picture. Black women need a black doctor in order to have a full safety delivery. Because at the hand of white nurses and white doctors and other people, it's an alarming immorality rate. Black babies do not make it unless they're under the care of a black doctor or a black medical staff. Uh, because the procedures, they take shortcuts. Because in their mind, they already programmed in their medical schools, in their biological and, 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 and uh, anatomy classes, biology classes and anatomy classes, their molecular structure classes, that we can take some kind of gut. Excuse me, We can take some pain. We can do some physical, we can take some physical stress. We can take some... <laughs> It's not funny. It's not funny. It's not. It's not funny. to get the vaccine like these people um, care about us. You know, and right now, today, they got eugenics jumping off. They got abortion clinics and these black babies that's healthy in the mama's stomach is not coming out alive in the labor room. Are they coming out alive and they're not making it in a week? That's something. That's something that's not taken lightly. These are our babies. This is the per generation of our race, right? They already told us, you take the vaccine, you're going to be sterile, and your kids are going to be sterile, and their kids are going to be sterile. Well, can you expound on that, my brother, for some people who have questions and, you know, they just might not, you know. Going back to do another show on that one. Okay, well, can you kind of like script, can, can can you put that in your note? Can you write that down? Let's take a break for a second, okay? Okay. We'll be right back. Nubian we'll guys right and back. goddesses. Numaki Wawa. Nubian guys and goddesses, we are back. We just had to take a little break for a second. So, Leon Subu is going to expound on that on that part of the conversation that we left off on. Processor, a computer, 
It's called electronic device. It's called something that's automatic or robotic or something that is Android or a smartphone, an iPhone, an iPad, an ITV, a smart TV. These are all artificial intelligence. These are all part of a program, a master plan from the Luciferians, the Reptilians, the Satanists, the Masons, the Illuminati's, the Klan, or I just like to say white folks, the Tupacuyus. And if you keep it simple like that, and you look at the patterns, you analyze the data, you don't have to have a be a, a, a conspiracy theorist. Because conspiracy means to conspire. Like they put you in slavery. They had a conference in 1884. was called the Berlin Conference. Where they decided how they're going to divide Africa up. Okay, so they conspired. Theory is mean plan. That if you do it this way, you'll get this result. Now with all theories, they need to be adjusted. Right? To work out the mechanics on how to get Africa for the Asians, the Indians, the Arabs, the Persians, and the Europeans. And they came up with this new neo-colonial rule, or neo-new world order, a new white order. And it is simply to use the African minds against them, like indoctrinating them in education and breeding them into religion. Now, from that point of view, they're saying scientifically that they can take skin tissue, right? This is how far advanced they're saying is studying us, that they can take skin cells from that original black woman and our skin tissues along with the fetuses and the embryos that they've been storing up through the eugenic process in your uteruses and they can create people and mix these people with artificial intelligence. They're telling you that they can breed people to be doctors, lawyers, and dentists. Now, they're not telling you that they have glitches. And this is what the vaccination program is about. That we laughed at them from having Reese's monkey DNA. And bat and dog and cat. Elijah Muhammad told us that back in 1930. And what happened to the white uh, the black people outside of the nation of Islam are those who are not listening to the knowledge of the Asiatic black men in the East and in the West of creating this graph, this hyper person, uh, which they call uh, mutant. And what's the new word they call? Clone? Yes. That's it. Now, they said that they are clones now. So your grandmothers and great grandmothers who didn't believe the most honor like Muhammad, the scientists of today telling you yes they're mutants, yes they're clones, yes they're not the original people, okay? But what they're saying they're gonna get rid of the original people because they're superior than the original people because they're more diabolical and the original people are naive. The original people do not think in terms of defense. They think in terms of being accepted. And so we're accepting a vaccine at a lonely rate because they convinced us that the virus is attacking us at a lonely rate. The evidence does not show that. 
We're only 17% of the population of the United States. When we look at the data and analyze the data about the percentage of African Americans that died, that we're 78 million at the least. Less than 1% of us have been dying of the COVID-like symptoms. That's not even the COVID itself. That's called COVID-like symptoms. 1% of our population within the American population under over 300 million people have passed with COVID-like symptoms, meaning pre-existing symptoms. But the way the media that is owned by private industries or private corporations or what we call the 21 families of Europe or global white supremacy or the invisible empire, their job is to convince you at every level, infant mortality rate, suicidal rate, jail rape, black on black crime, self-inflicted murder. In every area since we've been here for 400 years, they have created a narrative of keeping us in shackles in a state of confusion. And out of that confusion, they create order for us. So they have seen a, a, a saying that they do inside the blue line. They said, out of chaos, we can create order. Meaning, if you put Africa in chaos, if the Africans do not go by the order of Maha'i, if you put us in chaos globally, right, you can put an institution and we'll follow those institutions if you destroy our institutions. Instead of rebuilding our institutions that has been there millions of years, we'll forget how our own institutions operate and we'll sign up to appear part of the Chinese institution of Buddhism, the Arab institution of Islam, the European institution of Christianity or Judaism, and from there, those institutions pacify us when we are into the government of socialism, communism, or democracy, which are all written by the programmers of global supremacy. And we'll fight to vote, to bank, and to work, and to pray inside these systems that is detrimental to our existence as the original people. We're going to get into these dialogues uh, when King Atalanta Asu will run for my join African markets comes back to Black Living Room Talk with Keith Wahid, our guys. You know being brothers and sisters, you know being kings and queens, you know being gods and gods. Goddess, please share, like, comment uh, on the different media platforms where you see Keith Wahid and the Black Living Room Talk. Let us know that you're out there. Support this sister. She, she, she's unapologetic. She created a safe space where we can just get into some deep issues. And please be sure to tune in to um, the YouTube channel, TPM Shell, and um, like, share, and subscribe. It's also it's always on Loyal African Minds, uh, SocialAfrica.com. If anybody hasn't joined yet, you might want to check that out. The social media website for African descended uh, peoples. Did I miss something? Can we tell them www.loreafterminds.com? Yes, I just go and join the webpage and uh, Lore After Mind on Facebook, Instagram, Social Africa. I'm King Ajwan. You can Google TV Writing. You can Google King Ajwan. You can Google uh, uh, Black Level Talk. TPM Shell. TPM Shell. TPM Shell. And uh, it'll pop up. And all you gotta do is like, subscribe, and comment. You know, and share. 
Okay. We, I mean, I, I think we did it. You did it. You expounded on everything. And I'm quite sure that um, somebody out here, after listening to you, Dion Subu, uh, are inspired to uh, research further. And like you said, yes, that's all, that's all, that's all, that's, let's add, that's a start. And you can build from there. And um, so with that, we're going to say we out the living room. We're going to say we want peace, love, and light. And um, new monkey wah-wah. Till next time. Peace.